Do you know where you are right now, sir? No, I do not. Fucking neon, shady ass motherfucker. <laughs> So, Jazz, what do you remember? We went to some kind of dream world, dreamland. That would have been Maybe the last one you were in, yeah. Eventually made it out. Mm-hmm. We met the person who runs that place, right? Who it was. After we were traumatized to death with all that shenanigans. Not to death. <laughs> it was pretty annoying. <laughs> yeah, but you guys didn't die. No, I mean, we'll say metaphorically dying. On the inside, yeah. But, um... Emotionally dying. It's emotional damage. But, um... Emotional damage. I don't remember what happened when we got out. Or if we did get out. I mean, I think we got out. You guys got out, and that's about the last time that you would have played. But what happened after that? Like, what... Where do we go? You'll find out in a minute. So, post-Dreamland, you guys washed up on the shore. What had happened was, you guys got captured by lizard people. And so, Nicholas was not able to talk his way out of it. Kalista was pretty annoyed with him. She's been, like, kind of giving him the cold shoulder the whole time that they were captured. Like, not really talking to him. But it wasn't just you guys. It was a bunch of senators, as well as the two of you, and some other random people. Eventually, your friends showed up, found you guys, and... So, Kalista, you would have gone with Nicholas. I mean, you guys were already adventuring together for a while, back to the capital city to go with the senators. I just kind of figured that she was sticking with him because that was kind of what she was supposed to be doing. That's what you agreed to do, but probably not very thrilled with him. Kalista is a pretty heavy sleeper, so as soon as you guys got on the ship, she just went and crashed. And as you were traveling, you were attacked in the night. Kalista slept through all of it. <laughs> For Nicholas, after the ship, you know, you guys got attacked. You got a spell cast on you, Nicholas, and... Actually, yeah, let's just do it from here. So, before I explain what's been going on in Neon's life, um, Kalista, you probably woke up, like, as this, this battle was really starting to pick up. So you wake up, and you see that there's another ship attached like it has chains attached to the ship that you're on and as you roll over and you're like what the hell's going on you see that the other ship starts to change shape and goes from looking like a ship to looking like some kind of like blob monster almost and you see a bright flash of light that hits nicholas nicholas was over trying to loosen one of the chains that was holding the ships together. And you see that it hits Nicholas, and you see as he is turned to stone. And then you see the rest of the battle plays out. The people you had met up with were able to get the two ships disconnected, and the monster just kind of was left out there in the middle of the ocean to do its thing as you guys sailed on towards the capital. So Nicholas is now 
petrified. He's alive. He just can't do anything. He's now a rock dude. Some punks accidentally dropped me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you weren't there for everything that happened after that. <laughs> so, Neon is Nicholas's brother. His older brother and had been going to magic school. Last we saw him, he was on his eighth year at magic school and he had failed out multiple times. He was not doing very well and he only knew three spells at that point. He did not actually have any levels of anything that would allow him to cast spells. You still know those three spells, but around the time that you got kicked out of the school for real, you had gotten into some shady stuff and one thing led to another. Now you can cast more magic. You know, you are an arcane trickster rogue. Nice. So, we know, um, last we saw Neon, he was working with the, uh, essentially the police to try to pay off his debts. Um, he'd gotten into some trouble before. Being a rogue, um, and kind of being the one who had shown Nicholas the ropes of roguery, kind of taught him about, like, illegal gambling and stuff like that. That's what he got him interested in the first place, eventually got you into some trouble with the law. So, Kalisa, you know that you had made it to the capital with the rest of the party. You see as Romanos the centaur, and I think Jonos? A couple of people from the, the main party are recruiting some uh, like local teens to help them out with getting Nicholas off the boat. Um, he already weighs a lot because minotaurs are big and heavy, and whenever they're petrified, they weigh ten times more. For example, Neon, I think it's 313 pounds, so that would make him 3,000 pounds. So, like, a ton and a half. <laughs> yeah, so, as you can probably imagine, it takes a lot to move. So they recruited some uh, some local teens, they used some ropes and stuff, and they eventually got him off of the ship somehow. Very, 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 uh, not, not carefully. <laughs> like the opposite of careful, but he is still in one piece. Um, you might not know this, like, Kalista might not know this, but if, while he is petrified, you know, say, like, a finger got broken off, then whenever he gets turned back, then that finger is broken off. It's just gone. So, in order to bring him back, it has to be a greater restoration spell that does that. But, say, for example, like, if his head gets knocked off, then he's dead whenever he gets brought back. Exactly. He did this to himself. No, he didn't do this to himself. I mean, he caused this trouble. Not really. Uh, you guys got attacked. I'm very surprised. All right. So, Kalista, you know that they got Nicholas off of the ship, and they had made a deal with the owner of a tavern to use him as a coat rack until they get back. So, Nan, you live in a Fenian. 
the capital city. And uh, you happen to be walking down through the, uh, like, the marina one day because you're a sketchy-ass motherfucker. And you see a familiar-looking minotaur. But normally he's, like, a ginger minotaur. And uh, now he's kind of gray. Not moving. I'm going to walk up to the statue. Are you going to talk to the statue just, of your be, brother? Well, do I know it's my brother from where I'm uh, Roll an insight check with advantage. Roll a 15. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you know what your brother looks like. You've never seen him, you know, as a rock man, but he is now. Okay, so I'm going to just uh, I'm take my finger flick his nose. Yeah, and it hurts. Just to see what... See if he's actually made out of what I think. Yeah, no, it, it hurts. Yeah, you bruise your finger. I don't flick him that hard. So I just look at the statue and I'm like... <laughs> what the hell did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Kalista, you see this other minotaur come up and flick him. Did you say on the nose? Yeah. yeah. Nicholas has probably talked about his big brother... More than once. He's probably mentioned Neon, uh, but you've never met him up to this point. So I have to respond now. She just walks by and picture <laughs> Like, okay, it's that other asshole. Cool. See ya. Well. So I don't know what he looks like, but I definitely have heard of him. Yeah, like you've never met him. I mean, you, he's probably told you he looks, I mean, I assume that Neon probably looks similar to Nicholas. He doesn't have to. I mean, you guys are cows. Not every cow looks like the other cows. You are. <laughs> After botching the one last job that was supposed to get them up and out of the irradiated slums of futuristic Lower Tokyo, two small-time crooks, Tib and Ren, along with their mentor Lee, are caught between superpowered gangs, a violent police state, a class revolution, and a leather-clad, pyrokinetic madman trying to burn it all down. Thieves, family, flame. Tokyo will burn. Written by T.S. Luther, the writer behind Growing Up, drawn by Sky Hawkins, the artist and writer of Exhaust, and lettered by Mike Stock of 32 Kills. Tokyo Fire is a seven-issue limited series that follows two thieves as they navigate the final days of their city and unravel the conspiracy that led to its downfall. With your help, we can jumpstart issue number one and start telling the story of Lower Tokyo's descent into ash. Tokyo Fire comes to the crowdfunding platform Zoop.gg in August. Head on over to Zoop.gg to get notified when the campaign goes live, or go to campykilledcreations.com slash comics for a five-page preview. What do you look like, Neon? Okay, I'm going to go Cowboys on Mumesa on this. So, I'm going to be painted like a dairy cow. Playing away the spots. I can do that. <laughs> you can. It's just you took the hardest possible way to explain like, I'm going to be painted. I'm going to be black and white with spots. <laughs> so I was just walking around the area and saw this. Just saw this. I mean, yeah, you were probably, like, either in the tavern and you saw it or you were on the ship still. Um, so, like, at the point that this all happened, these teens are, like, currently wheeling Nicholas in. They've got, like, little sticks underneath to roll him. I'm going to yell at 
I'm gonna yell at this strange minotaur. Hey, fucker, do we know you? Oh, I don't know you, but <laughs> I know him. <laughs> uh, How do y'all know each other? <laughs> this is my little brother. As <laughs> I face palm. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad this character exists. <laughs> It's obvious to me, you know, Nick, so uh, you wouldn't happen to be able to shed some light on what the hell he got into? Well, we were sleeping and I woke up and he was Rockman. You were sleeping. I was sleeping. No one else was sleeping at the oh, time. So I was just sleeping for everything. Yeah. Because you were, you were like, pretty, you were pretty, like, irritated with him still for getting you guys captured and... All that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that Nicholas ran his mouth the whole time he was captured. I probably got drunk and passed out. So you got drunk, passed out, woke up, and he was like this. Pretty much. It's kind of dumb. I always wondered how the hell we was ever going to get him to shut up. <laughs> As if Neon's not a talkative motherfucker, too. <laughs> so who are you, anyway? All you need to know is we met through mutual acquaintances. Well, that sounds sketchy, but knowing him, that doesn't surprise me. And as you say that, you just hear Romanos, the centaur, which Neon doesn't know, but at this point, Kalista's met him. And he's just like, ah, oh, this fucker. As he's bitching about, like, pushing Nicholas in. <laughs> oh, so, you friends with, are you friends with my little brother? He's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but and he, just, he keeps he keeps pushing him, and he's ignoring you. Don't drop him. Asking entirely too many questions. <laughs> Look, he may be a pain in the ass, but he's still my little brother. I'd kind of like to know what happened and how the hell I'm going to fix this. I'm still irritated with the situation, so I'd rather not talk about it. He's kind of a jerk and a dumbass. And constantly causing me problems. Constantly. I can imagine you probably don't want Nicholas to be, you know, a rock dude forever. He's debatable. Fair. All right. Game over. Good game, guys. Neon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your brother to be a coat rack forever? Oh, kind of, but... <laughs> This says so much about Nicholas that two of the people who are closest to him are like, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I'll help the fucker. I'm okay. going to trip him as he gets pushed into the tavern. Nicholas? Yeah. Um, That's going to shatter him and he's, he's going to die. Him, probably. Yeah, I was going to say, you can uh, roll a strength check. No, it's okay. <laughs> can I roll a strength check to keep that from happening? Like, catch it as it's falling? I feel like this was an actual conversation that Kalista and Neon had. Like, you see her starting to walk over in that direction, like, sticking her foot out a little bit. You're like, no, 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 no. I get it, but no. <laughs> You're like, hilarious, but don't. <laughs> kind of don't want my little brother dead. Yet. <laughs> Kalista, are you, uh, are you... Getting in on this adventure to go save Nicholas. 
I have nothing else to do, so I guess I can tag along. By the way, I'm Neon. Hi. I'm Koista. I thought you were going to just stop at hi. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> like, hi. That's all, all you get. Right. <laughs> I can't Great start. I can't have a fucked up attitude all the time, I guess. Yeah, 97% of the time. So, both of you, or whoever has a better one, doesn't matter, uh, roll an Arcana check. 13 on that one. You do <laughs> the magic now, and you spent more than eight years in magic school. You probably picked something up. So, you know that uh, clearly he's been petrified. Like, that was obvious already. You know that it requires a greater restoration spell to unpetrify him, which is a pretty high-level spell. You know that it is not something that wizards, sorcerers, or warlocks can cast. It's only clerics, I believe, or maybe clerics and paladins. But it requires someone who's pretty high-level to do that. So... You don't necessarily have a, a great idea other than maybe asking some of your sketchy friends. Well, let's go to the alley and ask the sketchy friends. <laughs> I mean, to wherever your sketchy friends hang out. Right. So. Sketch alley. Yep, sketch alley. You, you got it. <laughs> Neon, you are pretty sure that you might be able to ask around. Well... I'm going to go dig around and uh, see if I can figure out how to fix this. You're welcome to come with. All right. Where are we going to? Well, there's several places we can go. Just follow me. You start to lead the way um, into more of like a residential area out of the marina and the, the like tavern area. And you come to this house. And uh, Kalisa, roll a perception check for me. 11. So, you definitely smell something funny. <laughs> God damn it. It's a little skunky. <laughs> Smells like cold cat. <laughs> Just, uh, that's an Alabama skunk. <laughs> and, uh... Alabama, Mississippi. Yeah. So, Neon, you do your special knock on this door... And as the door opens inward, smoke just billows out. And this man answers and is like, Hey, man, can I, like, help you? Dude, come on. We man, you know who I am. Oh, I was looking. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, not much. Hey, so <laughs> my brother's stone and not in a good way. Oh, man. Did he get the bad acid? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, apparently he pissed somebody off. But oh, that's a I'm, bummer, man. I just need to know how to turn him back. Like, he is literally a statue. Whoa. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> it actually is. But I, <laughs> I also need him talking. <laughs> and... The guy who answers says, uh, well, let me ask my brother, man. He's, uh, he's more of the, the magic guy. And he's just like, hey. And you see that somebody else is just, like, snoring on the couch, just completely passed out. And you recognize these are the twin brothers, Chair and Couch. Those are their names. <laughs> They're actually, uh, it's like, 
Klesmos. Yeah, Klesmos and Klinos, which, I mean, translates to chair and couch in Greek, so. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> they're the ASMR bros. So, you know, I mean, these two are, like, huge stoners. But you know the chair is the one who's passed out, and you know chair from school. Like, you guys went to school together. You guys failed out of school together. <laughs> More than once. Um, and you see that there is a goblin who's, like, passed out on the couch also, but upside down, like, feet over the back of the couch and head just hanging off. Um, and you see... Um, roll just, like, a straight intelligence check for me. I got eight. Okay. So you don't know the name of what it is, but you see this thing. It kind of looks like um, like a flying saucer, but it's not made of metal. Uh, and then it has little, like, tendrils that come off of it. They're, they're almost like tentacles, but they don't have suckers. They're just, like, these little, almost, like, ribbon-like appendages. And you see that it, like, just floats up and down. It's got two eyes. Like, initially you just see it kind of floating up and down, and you see that it's constantly changing colors. Mostly kind of staying in, like, the green and yellow range. Um, but occasionally some other colors. But uh, as you're watching it, and you're just kind of, like, mesmerized by essentially what you would think of as similar to, like, a lava lamp. Um, you see that it, like, is rotating slowly. And you see that it has two eyes and a mouth. And it just, it totally trips you out. I mean, you're getting a lot of contact high right now from all the, the smoke billowing out. But you know this is not you just being high. You're like, oh man, that lava lamp has eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as you think that, you hear, hey man, my name's Greg. 